What's up, my peoples? If you're late to the party, we're featured on Podcast Republic. Podcast Republic can be used on your Android device through the Google Play Store and downloaded from there. They have all types of podcasts through their app and makes it easy to listen to on your Android or through your desktop. We're glad you want to chill with us. So don't miss out on our feature by making sure you check out Podcast Republic today. So what's in your cup? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the main event. I called the head of Payless. How you playing defense on yourself? Manny Fresh, 20 year reunion to back that ass up. No juvenile done re-signed with cash money. I'm dropping a new single and everything. For the 2019 and the 2020. Oh, shit. Hey. Hey. In the middle like Monet. That shit is dope. Yo, that's good as fuck, though. This nigga just wrapped his whole song to some classical shit. That is dope. Lawrence Welch. Lawrence Welch type shit. You know what? I don't give a fuck. If they put that on in the club with the classic music, nigga, I'm getting down there and I'm doing it. <laughs> get mine, you're gonna get germ, yeah, that's for sure, yeah. <laughs> it ain't even gotta be white people no more, cause all all the black people try to sound like that too. Yeah, hey, you gotta get germ, yeah. Who the fuck? Who the fuck? Big dick Hummer chick. Big Beat dick. it like a drummer chick. <laughs> Shit's stupid. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Look at this shit. Stupid. This shit's so distracting right here. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> we talking about the game? <laughs> oh I don't want to, but this shit got me. I ain't gonna lie. This has been a game to watch. Right. I don't wanna say what game because I'm not trying to date this shit, but yeah. I mean, we could low-key almost talk about the game, but not say what the game is, which is even more fucked up for people listening. Dude, then we try to figure out what game we talking about, because they don't know what date it is. That motherfucker chin, long as fuck. That's why he missed that. And welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. And I am Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your... Oh, shit. I'm fucking up because I'm paying attention to <laughs> Hold on. Y'all can hit us up at unapologpod at gmail.com or Instagram at unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. Trilly, where can they find you? You can find me at Cleveland underscore Trillburn. 
And you can find me on Twitter at Advice Gemini. So we're a little we're a little distracted because we we're we're recording but like the fucking game is on so we trying to multitask. Yo, so we're gonna try to just power lights. through this. Can we yeah. change the lights so we can... You tell that bitch she don't listen to me. She don't listen to me. Can you put it on the can you put it on the color? This bitch about to turn all the lights red. You gotta tell her what room. Alexa, turn studio lights red. She fucks with me. Yeah, she do. That bitch don't wanna listen to me. Why? That's how it be. And I'll go back and I'll be editing the shit and he be talking to the damn thing. (laughs) I'm sorry. I don't know what you mean, all lines red. Look, bitch. (laughs) You heard me. Alright. I'm surprised she didn't just turn all the lights off of me saying that. Right. Alright. So what you sipping on? I'm sipping on this damn cider guys. What's what flavor is this shit? Rose Eel. There you go. Cause I'm not allowed to say that shit. <laughs> so Rose like, Al. I feel like I sound like a recording. <laughs> Sounded like, uh, what's her name? Uh, Selma and whatever her name from The Simpsons and shit. <laughs> Sipping rose, ow. <laughs> I know we supposed to be segway, but I saw this episode of Simpsons where uh, he needed to get a fucking specific like limousine driver's license and them two bitches work for the DMV. <laughs> so you're getting your license now. That's exactly what they said. I don't know who you're gonna drive around. What? I remember that. What? He was like to some porno sense. Right, what kind of shit is what the fuck? Mr. Plow. Oh, I'm gonna make us some money. He put a uh, motherfucking shovel on the front of a truck. He's going out here and plowing that. I'm shit. here the plow. Uh. That's and I'm drinking some Murph wine, M-E-R-F, and we are puffing on some hookah with a splash of mint and that gummy bear. No, no gummy bear song today. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Are the gummy bears. Y'all sound sad as fuck like I made y'all sing that shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was kind of like the baby, sing that song for the, mama. I don't want you better sing that for the gummy bear. <laughs> you know what? This is a special episode, anyways. Yeah, this- this episode is it special. is special. So we just we really just chilling and having a good time because this is our fiftieth episode. Big fifty. Excellent. So we celebrating by talking shit and uh, watching the game. So we gonna see how this goes. But regardless, y'all in here with us and we all just chilling. We love y'all. We love y'all. So welcome to the room. The, r- the red room. Upper room. The upper room. Mm-hmm. Say it again, Jesus. 
Okay. Oh, okay, we done brought Jesus in here. I hope he don't be mad. I'm about to do all this cussing. <laughs> With me. You know what's in your heart. You know what's in your heart. Man, I be in church sometimes like, ooh, it's hot in here. <laughs> oh, no. She in church sweating. <laughs> I be sweating like, man. Well, you know I be cussing. I don't mean it. Pop the molly, I'm sweating. Woo! Pop the molly, I'm sweating. <laughs> With that being said, we're going to slide into messy media. It's been messy as fuck. Yeah, this shit crazy. All right, so you want to talk about a crab leg bra? Or you want to talk about a guy who stole an inmate's identity for medical? I like the crab leg bra. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, shit, stop. According to the shade room, two people are arrested for fighting over crab legs at a buffet in Alabama. Damn, it's a buffet? <laughs> oh no, you gotta hear this story. So according to Fox 5, Alabama police locked up two people involved in a buffet brawl after they got into it over some crab legs. Now first, before we dig any deeper, what ethnicity black. do you think that they are? Black one is black. a man and one is a woman. They both black, no matter what. Black, black. Black and one of them overweight. <laughs> what you think, my pal Al? It could be anything. Black. Okay, so it is an old white man and a black woman. Oh shit. I <laughs> I think Okay. Oh, she she was doing it for reparation purposes. Nah. Some other shit. So was there there. was an officer at the Meteor Buffet in Huntsville, Alabama when the fight erupted. A woman by the name of Chiquita Jenkins and a man by the name of John Chapman went toe-to-toe over some crab legs. Witnesses say that they were using food tongs as, as swords and throwing plates. John was waiting in line for 10 minutes for the crab legs, and that's when things just got crazy. So, what's your advice for people at a buffet fighting over crab legs? Um, they gonna bring more out. <laughs> be cordial and be patient. Like, you had these old-ass crab legs. I'm about to get the fresh ones. I'm the one that I, I'm the one that we used to be at the uh, the buffet. Like, yeah, you go ahead, be a little bit left. Go ahead, and get them bitches. I'm gonna be right here. They bring them steaming hot motherfuckers out. Just be patient. I'm not about to go to jail over some old ass crab legs. That's all I know. I'm gonna tell y'all how that went down. Chiquita grabbed her little crab legs, got out of line. John comes up, decides he gonna wait for the fresh plate. Chiquita doesn't get too far and realizes that she gonna wait. They probably brought out the fresh crab legs and she probably was like, I want these fresh crab legs. He probably was like, bitch, I've been waiting 10 minutes for these fucking crab legs. Goddamn stare off for these hungry motherfuckers. Now niggas is standing with tongs. What you gonna do? From what I'm hearing, Chiquita cut his ass. <laughs> That's what happened. They brought out them fresh ass crab legs. She was like, I'm going back. She like, hey, get your Trump supporting ass back. Yep. Moved him, maybe mushed his ass. These maggots. On some George Forbes shit. Get the fuck back away from me. Somebody from Huntsville, write us in and let us know if y'all uh, can or know anything about John or Chiquita. Yeah, because we got our own ideas. We'd love to hear oh, y'all. Oh, yeah, we love that. Goddamn Mac and Crab Legs. 
So, Mega crab legs. I'm done. You want to talk about uh, the baby challenge or you want to talk about Young Dolph? Let's talk about my man, Young Dolph. Okay. So Young Dolph is robbed of gun and $500,000 in jewelry and cash at a Cracker Barrel. When flexing goes wrong. At a Cracker Barrel. Why the fuck you at Cracker Barrel? With $500,000. and a gun in a car. First of all, if you know anything about Young Dolph, Dolph has a lot of expensive vehicles and majority of them are in camouflage. So yep, somebody showed up. Which car was it? Did they say which he car? He had a 2018 Benz G63 that had two diamond chains, which chains which is worth $84,000, 2 high-end watches, $315,000, two pairs of Cartier, Cartier sunglasses, $24,700, uh, a Glock, a Pirelli. Sorry, guys. I obviously don't know my designer shit. Is it Pirelli? Pirelli? You said Pirelli? a Glock, a gun? A gun and a... Pirelli backpack that was $300 and three Apple products were $3,700. And a brick through the window. A brick through the window. Priceless. Priceless. I'm looking at you through the glass. Don't know how much time has passed. <laughs> Shit didn't cost nothing. What's that was advice? easy. My advice is don't go to the fucking uh, cracker, barrel. cracker Barrel, you know, an expensive ass vehicle with jewelry in that bitch. You're not a signed artist, dog. So all his money come from straight indie grind. So it's not like he signed anybody. In fact, he's turned down a $20 million deal like last year. Well, you better go pick that bitch up. No, hopefully he got some insurance. Some. But bottom line is motherfuckers know who you are. Everybody be thinking they're untouchable. I don't know where the driver was, where the security was, if he was by himself, if he was with an entourage. I don't know what was going on. But that was just too easy of a lick. That shit just sound, sound way too easy. I don't know, but they alert, the employees alerted him that his car got broken. So, I don't know why the fuck you were washing your car. I got a regular-ass car, and I wash my shit. How they know? How they know his car was the one that got broken into Everybody knew it was his car. Nigga, he showed up with a Mercedes camouflage, nigga. So it should be a lot more motherfucking witnesses, right? Not if I got a piece of that lick. There you go. That's all I'm getting at right there. Facts. If I work there, I'm like, shit. I'm making a phone call. Hey, nigga. Dolph up here. I'm not even going to tell him his car is being broken into if I'm a part of that shit. You goofy as fuck. I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell somebody to tell him. Right. As soon as they give me the car. Cause I'm gonna get that text. It's done. <laughs> I'm gonna get that text like it's done. Split later. I'm gonna be like, hey man, go tell that nigga dog somebody broke into his car. Man, I got like I said, I got a regular ass car, and I'll be sitting there watching, especially when I'm at Cracker Barrel. Somebody wearing a watch at the club right now, and you blending in with motherfuckers, cause it's tax season. So they out there kicking it with they rollies out, looking like a fucking. Mason P. Diddy uh, fucking video. Because, I mean... He ain't driving no Mercedes camouflage, though. Man, listen. Bad. They ain't still they ain't steal the car. They knew they wasn't going to be able to do shit, do too much with that car. They went inside that bitch. Which was smart. Which was smart. My advice on that? 
I'm sure you could have paid for somebody to go pick up whatever the fuck it was you had. You know what? For 500000 you could have had a nigga from Cracker Barrel come and cook the shit personally in your house. You know what? You could have hired every nigga inside of Cracker Barrel to come and cook the shit in your house. For 50, or rented out a whole hotel and cook the shit at the hotel. You didn't want them you to You could have did a lot of things lot. differently. A lot of di- That's things different. I'm not the one to encourage nobody to rob nobody, but to the niggas that hit that lick... Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. That's one of Dolph's songs, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, you in you a GBB for that. No matter what you do, just make sure you get paid. That's one of my favorite Dolph songs. I fuck with young Dolph. So apparently so does everybody else. A brick through the window. That's major. <laughs> Two rollies getting stolen. That's major. That's crazy. Apple Answer. products took... That's major. And your gun. And your gun took. That's major. He got a song called That's Major. So I'm I'm just quoting Dolph songs right now. Y'all got to excuse me. All right. So do you want to talk about, before we drop into uh, sports, do you want to talk about the two girls in the R. Kelly case showing up at his bond hearing? Or you want to talk about Victoria's Secret? Or do you want to talk about a man faking his own abduction? Uh, uh, being abducted for Super Bowl tickets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's talk about the R. Kelly shit. That just sounds more interesting. Okay. So, <clears throat> if any of y'all have seen Surviving R. Kelly, you, you know that there's two girls that he has uh, been fucking with, the J- Joyce Lynn and uh, a- a- Azriel. Joy- oh, Joyce and Asriel showed up? Yeah, them two showed up. And we ain't seen Asriel until this very moment. Her parents ain't even seen her in years. She ain't even dark-skinned no more. That's how much she been in the fucking house. Damn. She was dark as fuck. And now she look light-skinned. She ain't even seen no sun. That's crazy. Wow. She was she was dark-skinned chocolate. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Asriel, is she the one that she had the short hair? No, no, she was the one who was the singer where she was like 16 and her parents signed over the guardianship to him. And she was dark skinned and real little, real tiny. Wait a minute, is she still fucking? Were they? Okay, those two weren't. They didn't get away from him. They were still fucking with him, right? Yeah, so um, they're now 21 and 23. And they went to uh, his hearing. And so her, Azriel's parents are on their way to Chicago trying to collect her ass. She's 21. Might as well. But they was in the um, courtroom holding hands while he was having his hearing happen. Looking like the fucking Manson family, huh? That's how they was at his uh, court appearance. They was at the court appearance like this. Holding hands and shit? Family, they kill together, stay together. They sitting there holding hands like this. The ones that wasn't on trial. That's crazy. Yeah. So what's your advice for uh, them showing up or, or the whole situation with that part? The more I look into this, y'all, the more I listen to the stories being told, shit coming out. R. Kelly was a pimp that pretty much hypnotized these bitches. And that's just the bottom line. He, I mean, honestly, I don't think that he really had them like... They just didn't want to go back home. And, I, and, I, and the more... I'm looking at it, I feel like they felt as if their parents gave, pretty much gave them to R. Kelly. So they was like, we with R. Kelly. And then they didn't did so much crazy. See, another thing too, and nobody wants to talk about this, but 
I'm noticing the shame that a lot of black women have. And they don't like talking about it. They don't like talking about the shit they done been through. Even the women who actually got from around them, they they never really fully go into detail all the shit they've done. Because they so embarrassed at how stupid they were for doing some of the shit that they've done. And it's a lot of women out here like that. I mean, we put y'all in the GBB and all that good shit or whatever. Not to necessarily say that it's good shit, but we label y'all a certain way. But the bottom line is a lot of you all need help. A lot of you all are sitting there and y'all just tucking a lot of this shit that went on with y'all to the back of y'all mind. And now y'all fucked up. You know what I mean? And them, they have a bind. They hold a bind because they both probably was gripping the same dick at the same time on the same night doing some wild shit. So they looking at each other like, girl, we got to protect each other because they going to look at us like we crazy if the story come out. So now they holding hands and singing Kumbaya in the fucking courtroom. In support of this monster. But it's like. They view him. It's almost like a father figure situation. That's the way it's starting to look. Yeah. So my advice is. Let's stop condemning. See I've seen a lot of that on social media. It's a lot of condemn. A lot of people are condemning these young ladies. For you know. Chasing supposedly fame. And for all that good shit. Ain't none of them hoes getting no real money. They ain't singing. They ain't got no contracts. They are holding a bond. Among, that's why he's able to keep them the way he keep them because it's four or five of them together. They all sticking together. It's like a sisterhood now. And you and I both know if you see one bitter bitch, she got five more bitter bitches right alongside of her and they all hold a bond through the bitterness that they have. Same thing with bitches who fuck with a nigga that got a couple dollars. It's a bond they done formed through the sick shit that's going on. So it's hard to separate women from that once they done formed a bind and all they know is the women that they've been looking at. So we can call them stupid. We can call them a lot of different things. But I think they just all bonding with each other through shame. Especially at that age. A lot of times people that age went to college. Right. And imagine the types of bonds that you have when you're in college because y'all go through shit together. A lot of people, that's lifelong friends. And, you know, I... I agree with you. I never really thought about it in that way. I, I agree with you. I just hope that people are not going to shame them. Because keep in mind, they were essentially kids. Like, they still were super fucking young. Like, you still, your body still changing. Like, they ain't even got their woman body yet. For real, for real. There's shit about to change again in a couple years. You don't get to keep that body. You don't even get to, your face looks different. Like, you don't even, you're still growing, technically. So... I just, for me, my advice is that that's cool. Their parents want to see them, but I think their parents' expectation shouldn't be that they're going to go save them because you're not going to save them because they are on some other shit. It's like, you know, your kid went away out of out of state or out of the country for several years and come back. They a whole new fucking person. They not even the person you knew. You don't know them people. You don't know them people. They totally different. These girls, they done did some wild shit. They done had probably every orifice on their body explored. They done did wild shit with each other. They done did a lot of shit to where socially they would be shamed if it all came out. If R. Kelly decided to write a tell-all book about his life and include all them in there, they gonna fuck around and probably kill themselves because they've done so much shit. Even the oldest woman from Texas or whatever was like... I. She walked into a, a house in Atlanta and felt shamed and chills ran through her because she was just like, 
it was just so fucked up, some of the shit we were doing in here. So they all formed a bond through that bullshit. You know what I mean? And and that's what it's boiling down to. You can't, it's hard to pull. First of all, if you know any grown woman that grew up in a bullshit, fucked up situation, I know women who done grew up, who were basically raised by drug dealers. You get what I'm saying? Older drug dealers had them, stuck with them. You know what I'm saying? And they like shit. Why am I leaving him? This is all I've known. This is what I've become accustomed to. This life can't be that bad. I'm seeing bitches struggling. I ain't struggling. And all that old weird ass shit. So they got a bind right now. So we can frown at it. We can tell them y'all crazy, y'all tripping. But we not in that house. Nope. I wonder how that one girl is doing that her mom came and got her. The one that he had dressed like a little boy? The one she had dressed. And that one is the one that probably has a lot to tell. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm really surprised that she left. I feel like she would have been the hardest one to get out. I think her and her mom had such a bond. And she like, look, she probably was one of the ones that was like, look, man, I want to go see my mom. I want to yep. go see my family. And he was like, he probably told her, like, shit, if you leave, you're gone. You can leave, but you got to stay. You got to stay gone. You out of this situation. I don't think like he had anybody help. Well, I know that um, probably when they're younger, the younger ones, he probably, I know the one girl, he said, they said that uh, the sister was like, I'm going to kill you. You know, they threatened That was the girl in that picture. Right. Yeah, 21-year-old. Right. But she said that when she was still young. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Now she grown. It's like, she grown now. And she probably feel like, I mean, my family, they, you know, they don't understand. Because that's what it is. A lot of these girls be feeling like, y'all don't understand. He loved me. They that's they love. Alone, for real. Like, they minds be fucked. Yeah. He got them hypnotized. Ain't no way I'm sitting like it. But it, you know what? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Because uh, I think he's going to jail. Yeah. So I wonder what's going to happen with all of them. They're going to go back home. Either they gonna go back home. Well, they they definitely going. Cause back how they gonna home. get money? Ain't no money. He actually don't really have much fucking money now. So the white lady uh, got his bond for a hundred thousand. He even have a hundred thousand dollars. Right. So that's my point. Like he's been living beyond his means, trying to take care of all these women, which ultimately is another thing. Girl, you know he loves us. He going broke trying to keep us. Trying to keep us accustomed to a lifestyle that he didn't got used to. He touring, he doing all these shows. He got to put us all up in hotels with him. You know what I mean? So, man, the mind of a female is like women are beautiful creatures, very complex, very intelligent, but they have a loyalty at times that's like uncanny. Yeah. That you that you really can't break it. And I don't give a fuck if I've seen, like I said, I've seen way worse situations than R. Kelly. I've seen women sticking with a man that beat their ass, but because he take them shopping, feed them, dress them, yep, she stuck. Cause she what's feels better? Stuck. Yep. What else? Who else gonna want? Who me? else gonna want me? Who and, else gonna give me what these things that I got? Else, yeah. And then it becomes a situation where there's it becomes a normalcy. That type of depravity is normal now. So it's like, I can't go deal with these square. And they mind everybody's square now. Because, shit, R. Kelly was hitting her with a plunger in the ass. 
You want regular sex and you want regular shit. No, we used to traveling to Sweden with the nigga and doing wild shit in the Alps. Like, how the fuck I'm gonna go back to Chicago to this? You know what I'm saying? That's so crazy. they make up all these different excuses in their mind and they stuck. You know what I mean? They so, all need a lot of therapy. Yeah. And I don't even know. That's really it. I don't even therapy. know. Like some level of therapy that like intensive therapy. They need therapy and less judgment. Yeah, they, I, like they have these therapy places that you can go. And it's like retreat, like rehab yeah. therapy. Like they need to go somewhere like that, not with their fucking family. Either. No, they need to go with each other, <laughs> and it need therapy. to be it need to be four or five different therapists there have holding sessions with them because they gotta sit there and write years of wrong bullshit that they've endured that they probably think is normal. It's normal to be starved. It's normal to be pissing in buckets and all this kind of shit. It's normal to sit there and have to wait and ask for everything that you want. Like, he was their daddy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Basically so, their master. Right. Yeah. Right. So, you know. Well, all right. We spent enough time on punk-ass R. Kelly. Right. I can't. Ugh. Uh, we going to segue into either we could talk about future, talking about plus-size women, or we could start talking about sports. Which one do you want to do? Let's talk about future. So, I don't know if you saw the tweets. Yes, I did. Um, but prior to the tweets, it's alleged that Future had uh, banned plus-size women from entering a Miami club. He said, don't allow no fatties in. And that don't even sound like shit that Future would probably say. The, when, the more this story came out, the more I'm like, that sound like the owners. That sound like the motherfuckers who run the club. Mm. And from what I'm understanding, the backstory is that, that this same club has done that before. Because they had a certain celebrity coming in or whatever. Future and, has said, stop capping on, my, uh, capping on my name. I love all the women. Right. So that's what he said, but... He bought um, a check. I mean, but then again, like, you know, it's Miami. I've, I've heard in Miami, and I've, I've never went out in Miami, but I've heard of uh, pe- people going out in Miami and like, if you don't look a certain way, you can't even get in. Or your cover charge is like 50, 100, 200, $300 where, you know, a, a baddie with a fake body can go in that bitch for free. Man, listen, I was in Miami. I was driving something real crazy, right? And me and a friend of mine, good friend of mine, we both were driving something crazy. Wasn't mine, vehicle either, wasn't his, but just so happened we were down there on the invite from some of uh, some Dolphins players. One of them happened to be his brother, okay? So this particular night, oh, man, we had an exceptional night. We pulled up, valet, they walked us right in, complimentary bottle. We had a great-ass time. They thought we were somebody, you know what I mean, because of the vehicles we were in. That next day, we went to a different club, and we was in a forerunner. And it was a nice-ass forerunner. It was that year forerunner. They looking at us like, so... Get your Toyota ass out of here. <laughs> so it was us and the Booger Wolves and, you know, the plus-size women. Women that didn't look like the bitches that got shot up with shit. We all outside together singing Kumbaya and holding hands. You know what I mean? So that, that didn't shock me. We out there living just enough for the city. We outside trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, when y'all gonna let somebody? Y'all, you know me. I'm out there popping shit. So what's going on? Y'all don't, y'all don't want to let us in. 
Well, my money ain't green. I'm talking all kind of shit. It's motherfuckers cutting the line like excuse us peasants and walking right in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it don't shock me. Miami, that velvet rope treatment in Miami is real. So it didn't shock me when they told me what happened. I'm like, I don't, I don't think that's future. I'm like, let's. I'm like, maybe it is future, but then again, I don't know nobody that would fuck with they bag like that where they would say, no, nah, don't let nobody, don't let no fatties in. Like, that sounds stupid to me. Yeah, my advice is for the, at the end of the day, it's up to the business. Like, you know, if y'all allowing that type of shit, that's on them. So before everybody start going, damn, future, what you doing? Nah, damn that club or whatever other club that's got this kind of, you know, setup. That They're the business owners. I feel like the club did that shit. That's why he said what he said. Like, don't cap on my name. I ain't say that. It was a club. They wanted all pretty bitches in there that looked like they would have a baby by future. That's all that was. <laughs> they wanted future as comfortable as possible. Speaking of comfortable, do you want to talk about uh, the guy from football who is unretiring, or do you want to? Yes. Or do you want to talk talk about Dwayne Wade dropping game winners and he old as fuck? He played for the Cowboys. Um, I believe he is a shit. It's Jason Witten. I think he's either a tight end or he might be a, a receiver or, or running back. I know that he. Uh, I only know him because I play used to play fantasy football, but he used to get hella points. So, what do you think about people unretiring in the game of football? That's a hard ass sport to unretire. Yeah. Getting banged the fuck up. I don't know if I want to go back to that shit. That shit sound like working at a factory. (laughs) (laughs) For one, I mean, it's good money, but it ain't that goddamn good once you hear about what the other factories is paying, i.e. baseball, basketball. I ain't trying to listen. He's 36. Yeah. He's a tight end. Yeah, he's a tight end. That's what I thought. I would sit my 36 tight end ass down somewhere. And look into some fucking bitcoins and some I mean, bullshit. I ain't trying to go back. back Tight ends get hit. They don't get hit nearly as bad as a running back or a fucking they receiver. They don't, but it's still full contact. It is full contact. He's I don't want to go back to no full contact. Fuck that. Once I'm out, I'm out. Let me see how many years he's played. Let's play some Dino Man. So he played. He got drafted in 2003. He was the... He was in the third round, 69th overall to the Cowboys. I think he's been at the Cowboys the whole time. Then he retired in. Yeah, he gonna be on the field. They gonna be calling him Granddad and shit. We about to fuck you up, Granddad. Yeah. He got hella awards. He just <laughs> he just retired in. Uh, he's sitting at home. He was like, I can't do it no more. Right. She was nagging. What you wanna do now? Nothing. I'm trying to chill. You know what? Fuck that. I'm about to go to training camp. <laughs> Okay, so he retired last year. Yeah, you can't do it. He sat at home and was like, I'm good, man. He's in that bitch watching any given Sunday. <laughs> that nigga like, man, fuck that. I still, I'm still in good shape. So he just signed a one-year $3.5 million deal. He don't deal. care. He don't it care. all makes sense now. But yeah, one so, year. So what's your million. advice for that? I'm just saying, like, Get your money, my G. Especially if your wife nagging you. Fuck it. Go <laughs> That's all it was. He was sitting at the house like, man, I'm sick of this shit. Sitting there holding the baby and shit. Watching football, watching his teammates and shit. Watching his teammates having the ball. And they was dogging. They was doing pretty good for him. With, uh, what's his name? Because they got Zeke on that team. 
They have Dak Prescott on that team, and the Cowboys ain't never really a slouch. They like, never you know what I'm saying? Been, they never been real. really shitty. It's been a minute since they got shitty. He got tired of sitting down. That's all it was. He was looking at the game like, man, these motherfuckers out here winning without me. I'm about to get my ass back out here. Fishing trips, so many hiking trips. There's only so many times. And a nigga in Dallas too, man. He probably was like, man, I did everything I wanted to do in 60 hey, days. Nigga like, said, I am tired of going to V Live. I'm tired of seeing these same hoes. I miss my bros on the field. Yeah, because you know he going to the club, he ain't getting that same love no more. Yeah, we got such and such in the club tonight. They shot him out. He waved his hand. Hoes like, girl, he ain't even play no more. <laughs> he still got some money Nah bitch He ain't Nah Fuck that I don't see no Super Bowl rings On them fingers <laughs> Yeah that nigga got tired That's So since we on football There is Kyler Murray um, So he is debating If he wants to, to Go to the MLB Or the NFL Good problems <laughs> <laughs> He uh. Let's go get that baseball money. Right. Year, one billion dollars. He got the Heisman Trophy as a quarterback, and then uh, he has committed to play baseball with Oakland already. There it is. Um, but he has the ability as a, and he would play with them as a center fielder. So, I mean, to be fair, to be fair though, he really could do both like Dion. I'm gonna tell you why. He's not a pitcher. So that means he not gonna throw his elbow out like that. Motherfucker got, like I said, he got two jobs: catch the ball and throw the ball. That's he got two jobs, which is the same two jobs he got when he played football because he's gonna throw the ball and hike and get the ball, catch the ball from a hike. So I don't know. I feel like you want to do the Deion Sanders. I mean, I think he might. I don't know of anybody who got drafted for two sports at once. Do y'all? Uh, he didn't get drafted. He didn't start off that way, though. Didn't he end up going afterwards after he was already playing I one think sport? Dion went to um. Who is he playing for? The he Lions? was already playing for the Lions, though. And then from there he went to play. Right. It's, yeah. But then you got Bo Jackson. But did he get he drafted? Didn't get drafted. Right. I think he might be the first time, first person in history to get drafted for two sports if he does that. That's raw. That is raw. I do both shit. shit. That's rich people problems shit. That's why I said he got great problems right now. My advice is you 21. If you want to do both, I say do both. Because the thing is, if you don't like it after the first year, you already got that bag. There it is. And you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Then go to that one sport. Call it a day. I feel the same. It only suck if you got drafted like you in Oakland for baseball and you in like, I don't know, you play for... I don't know, a cold-ass team somewhere all the way on the other side of the U.S., that was up. Yeah. So hopefully that's not going to be your jig. Hopefully you just going to be on the West Coast somewhere. So with that being said, all right, so we can either do one more messy media. We can talk about uh, the $33 million deal, or we can go ahead and do the People's Corner. Which one do you want to do? We do the People's Corner. All right. So we got an Instagram DM. Uh, they said, what do you think? I want y'all to speak on this on a podcast from, uh, what was the name? From Ace Boom. So this is the, here you go. The post. Little Duval actually posted something. So there is a, is he, he's a rapper, right? Oh, Lord. 
He like has a boyfriend, but he said he ain't gay. More than that. Says he's not gay. He was just curious and would do it again. To my rapper in the video getting I'm head from another man. Yeah, he got head from another man. Said he ain't gay. What's your advice? Gay, gay, gay. <laughs> Bring your ass out the closet, brother. It is what it is. I ain't never heard. I ain't never heard someone perform, go through some bullshit like that and wasn't gay. I ain't about to get my dick sucked for experimental reasons by a man. I'm sorry, it just don't even make sense. I'm not gay no more. I am delivered. I don't like men no more. I said I like women. Women, 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 women. I said women. I'm not gay. Women do it all the time. And they'd be like, I'm not gay. I'm like, nah, that's girl. women. Nah, girl. I'm a man. You are a deaf part gay. And that's I'm okay. not about to be. Uh-uh, hell no. That's crazy. It's it out there. You got caught, my G. Own it. That's all I can tell you is own it. The sooner you own it and get behind it and let them know, hey, that's me, that's what I'm into sometimes, whatever, the sooner that they will accept you. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that's my advice, too, is just, just own it. Like, you making it seem like it's a bad thing for you to have partaken in that is actually more damaging to your image than you just saying that you partake in it. That's my advice on that. That's real. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and segue into drunken news. My co-host getting light over there. You all right? I'm here. <laughs> so you wanna talk about carbon monoxide killing people in hood housing? Or you wanna talk about uh, China banning millions of people for poor social credit. Poor social credit. Credit. Poor social credit. Yes. Uh, Let's do that one so you can talk more about that. So according to The Verge, Shannon Liao, China banned millions of people with poor social credit from transportation in 2018. So China banned people from buying plane or train tickets 23 million times last year because their social credit scores were too low, which um, the government rolled out the travel ban on people with low credit, low social credit scores. So it says that uh, these people have become discredited, discredited for unspecific behavioral crimes. So it's like a like a public blacklist that people are on. The social credit scores are supposed to help prevent annoying behavior on public transport, such as one case where a, pas a passenger who took up another person's reserved seat and refused to get up. They got video of it. What the fuck is this, an episode of Black Mirror? <laughs> <laughs> like that episode of Black Mirror. This shit sound like Black Mirror. They said that um, the Chinese government has independent policies in place to monitor individuals and punish bad behavior. Your social ranking in the government's eyes might be lowered if you evade taxes, scam other people, make fake ads, or take up extra seats on the train. When a person, uh, when a person passes a checkpoint, uh, currently whenever a person passes by, passes by a checkpoint, like when crossing into another city or entering and leaving China, they're asked for fingerprints and identification. Once the files are collected, the authorities are able to search for them based on their, their biometrics and their uh, fingerprint. 
So they're collected data on people. So yeah, if you're basically reported or seen that you fucking up in a social sense, um, your credit, your social credit goes down. That's crazy. And it stops people from um, purchasing plane tickets and buying high-speed train tickets, um, stuff like that. So what's your advice on that? I don't know. Like I said, this shit sound like an episode of Black Mirror. Like the the one with the the uh, social media thing yeah. where you needed that, yeah. That's what it sound like to me. Uh-huh. It's a bunch of bullshit, but it just sound like a bullshit way to just keep track of folks. That's all I'm hearing. Girl, can I Yeah, four and a half or something like that. She was like a, a four. Yeah. The, depending on what type of person you are. Yeah. But yeah, they're they're banning people. It's crazy. My advice on that is uh China been on their bullshit. This is the same this is the same shit where they were limiting how many uh kids you could have. This is the same place. This is the same place that did not want uh too many women at some point. So I'm not surprised. Uh China listeners, feel free to write in. Uh if you got poor social credit please let us know how you got that but then again you might get poor social credit by writing us to tell us how you got it. <laughs> that's quite possible so i don't know let us let us know yeah if you ever out of china feel free to write that in let us know all right uh do you want to talk about the momo challenge or do you want to talk about um obsessive behaviors due to phones Mama. <laughs> Mama. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is not funny though. Uh, according to MTO MTO News, Lyndon Abioi? Abioi? I feel you judging me from over there. I ain't gonna say shit. <laughs> <laughs> a child has committed suicide as a result of the Momo challenge, according to social media reports. A nine-year-old boy from Atlanta reportedly committed suicide after watching a video with Momo. The Momo suicide challenge is a suicide game that's spreading like wildfire fire on Facebook and YouTube. The game pressures children to commit suicide using the fictional character Momo. Momo instructs the kids, usually through a YouTube video, to engage in odd activities like waking up at night or overcoming a fear. Children are then told to film themselves doing activities and sending it to Momo. If the challenge is successful, Momo will encourage you to partake in even more dangerous activities that involve harm, eventually leading to suicide. The videos are often filled with violent and frightening content. Refusing to do the the challenge will make Momo threaten to visit you and curse you. Um, It has bulging eyes, wide grin, warped features, makes it easy to believe the monster is real. Children have may have difficulty distinguishing between reality and fantasy together with peer pressure and that's also a reason have you seen the have you seen the image of it yes i have it looks scary as fuck man listen so what's your advice i had to my advice is for anybody out there that either have children or nieces and nephews i had to sit my daughter down with this in fact i had to sit my daughter down about it this morning because out of the clear blue, I'm up doing our regular, getting dressed. She getting dressed. She says, yeah, um, have you heard about the Momo challenge? I said, whoa, wait a minute, huh? And she was like, she got quiet on me. And then I'm like, no, nah, baby, tell me. 
was waiting on her to tell me this because I didn't want to bring it up because my biggest issue with this whole Momo thing is that just like any any every kid is naturally curious. Mm-hmm. So you introduce something like that, you tell them it's wrong. Don't don't look that. Don't deal with that. Don't watch that. They're gonna go check it out. They're gonna go see exactly what you're talking about. And um, that was my issue with it. Is that it's a lot of schools that's addressing it, but I need parents to step up and really address it. I need parents to really talk to their kids about it because this is serious. You know, kids are dying because of this. And really pay attention to what your kids Just doing. look at what your kids search, all of that. Phones and tablets. So that's my advice. Stay on top of your kids because those, those people are the ones who are the most affected by it, children. You know what I mean? So... My advice is this: they they go through and comb through all the other shit to 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 uh, ban certain content. Why are you not scrumming through that? Right. Like out like immediately. I don't understand. I don't understand what's so hard about that. You scrum through some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen, all and you time. block some of the dumbest shit for the dumbest reasons. How about you block this one? How about y'all take y'all resources out here on YouTube that y'all getting paid for? And you're paying little kids to be on YouTube. So it's your responsibility to make sure YouTube is safe because you're promoting children to use your your uh, platform. So I, I blame YouTube for letting the shit go on this long. Period. Makes you wonder. Right. It's, right. It definitely makes you wonder. So that's my advice on that. All right. So do you want to talk about the last fuck you from baby boomers? Or do you want to talk about Walmart removing greeter jobs? Tell me the topics again. <laughs> do you want to talk about the last fuck you from baby boomers? Or do you want to talk about Walmart removing greeter jobs? Walmart removing greeter jobs. Fuck the baby boomers. I love them. I don't want to hear about what the last fuck you is. Do you? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's talk about it. Because, I, I mean, thinking about it, I have been walking past motherfuckers at Walmart. They really ain't been out front like they used to. <laughs> thinking about that shit. Okay, let's talk about the baby boomers first. And then um, we'll talk about Walmart next. Because so, it's not just the greater job. No, it's actually people with disabilities for the most part that's targeted to for them to redo some of their jobs is what the article is talking about. All right. Okay. So according to the Washington Post, Andrew Van Dam. The impacts of their retirement are taking companies by surprise. The baby boomers parting gifts to the workforce. One last mess. So they say the youngest baby boomers are around 55 years old. The oldest are in their 70s. Most Americans don't remember a workforce without the largest generation. So in the next five years, almost three quarters of the companies surveyed in 2018 expect to face significant or moderate challenges from late retirements. But because nothing is predictable, a significant share are also worried about early ones. So companies said they were more concerned they used to be about the cost of older workers and the challenge of replacing the knowledge and skills 
those older workers will take with them on their way out the door. Uh, because, because of this, it's blocking promotions of younger employees. Managers are also concerned. Okay, so essentially, people ain't fucking retiring, and because they're not retiring, it's making it cost more for them okay. to keep them around, and it's also going to be difficult for them to replace them. So what's your advice to that? Get them the hell out of here. You can't force them to retire. What the fuck? No, you can't, but I'm saying get them some good-ass golden parachutes and get them the fuck out of here. Golden parachutes? What does that look like? Shit. Whatever they offering. I mean, usually the uh, with the little parachutes and shit, they give nice-ass incentives to make people want to retire early. I've seen a few. It depends on the job, though, honestly. But I just feel like, you know, it's a lot of young people that's coming out of college, young people still at home. They can use some of them jobs. You know what I'm saying? And shit, you get you get to a point where you're dealing with these old people. And a lot of old people are arrogant. A lot of them feel like I'm old and I've been around so I can act a certain way at the job. Everybody know that old arrogant ass person at their job that they like. That's the homie, but I can't stand him because he feel like he know more than me because he been here longer, which ultimately does mean that he knows more, but he don't show you. It's more like you just in a way kind of. So it's cool. Get rid of him. Find ways. To, I don't want to, and I don't want to sound mean, but you sound mean. Yeah, I don't want to sound. <laughs> you sound mean, somebody, though. grandma, grandma. Hey, make sure y'all sit down. You be all right. That hip place. A lot of them be in the way though, and I mean, and I just feel like this. This is mean. <laughs> it is on the job front side. I remember dealing with that shit when I worked when I was working in education. There was a lot of older people that were just in the way. They wasn't trying to learn nothing different or new. They just was used to doing stuff the way they did them, and they didn't want to hear nothing from these young people. You know what I mean? Then it became a point where, you know, you have to administer a test in certain states to even mm -hmm. keep some of these people on. Like in Ohio. Or to see if they would advance. And that's another way they get rid of them. You know what I mean? They, they're they working out different ways to get rid of the older groups that don't want to retire. I feel sorry for a lot of older people because sometimes that retirement is what kill you. Yeah. Sitting at home not doing shit. Well, but, I think most of them end up saying working because of health care. That's the other part. You know part. what I'm saying? Like, like if I need a hip replacement, I'm about to be yelling at these badass kids for two more years. So I need my hip replaced. <laughs> <laughs> for real, I, I need my knees did. Can't argue with that. Shit, I, <laughs> I want to get this. Uh, what's what's the thing where they cut your tummy and put the tube on it? Yeah, like if you you know a lot of times those things are covered in your insurance, but if you ain't working, you don't get those benefits. So I I think that the federal government might have to figure out a way because they, they need to stimulate the economy but you're going to end up taking care of the people who got issues anyways you got to take care of the older generation I'm just saying you're going to have to take care of the older generation because everybody's living longer so you might as well go ahead and boost your economy by giving the younger people the jobs and work the shit out of them and let the older people chill that's where I'm at with it you got anything I'm else you, you. want to add with that? I'm with you on that I'm definitely with you on that. I couldn't agree more. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like way fucked up out here. <laughs> like if you work, a lot of people want to work until they can't work no more. You know what I mean? And then it's like, 
They can't afford health care is through the fucking roof. Through the roof. A lot of them got their grandkids on, definitely on their insurance and shit like that. So I can understand, but, you know, like I said, on the flip side, it's like, y'all old. And y'all really, for real, need to be sitting down some fucking where. Chilling. Some of y'all do need to be chilling right now. Need to be chilling somewhere. I'm not the one to tell y'all to get the fuck out of y'all jobs, but some of y'all should be somewhere just fishing. Fishing and chilling. That's my take on it. All right. Well, I think we're going to wrap this up with a protect your energy. So, this is from... Instagram, the smudged life says, wear protective crystals, onyx, I'm going to say all this wrong, tourmaline, shungit, shunik, I feel like what? Shang, 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 use grounding oils, I'm about to fuck, fuck this up too, patchouli, mirror, and sandalwood, smudge daily, palo santo, white sage, Yerba Santa, and check in with yourself. Silent meditation for two to three minutes every day. That sounds right. And meditation is strong. Meditate. I need to meditate more on my damn self. Meditate. Yes. That's all we got. That's it. That's all we need to give. This is our 50th, y'all. Shit. You might have to cut that and change that. This has this been a very tired one. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to redo the 50th for the next one. I'm with it. If you got to cut out this some is of the 49. 50th. This is a 49 and a half. It's something like that because uh, this one's been a very sleepy, not as energetic yeah. <laughs> episode. <laughs> so with that being said... Thank you for listening to another episode of Unapologetic Advice Podcast. I am your co-host, Gemini. I'm Trilly St. Clair. And this is Unapologetic Advice Podcast. Make sure y'all hit us up at unapolopod at gmail.com, Instagram, unapologetic.advice underscore podcast. You can hit Trilly up at Cleveland underscore Trillberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at, at Advice Gemini. Make sure y'all see our hashtag on Instagram, hashtag fuck with us Fridays with an S, hashtag Unapologetic Advice Podcast. We out. Peace. It was only 54 minutes. Yo ass over here is snoring. Man, I'm high as shit. Yeah, we sleep through like 30% of it. <laughs> I'm like, shit. I'm I had some Rossi before I even came here. I'm like, oh man. I got Holy shit, that's 50 bucks. $50 a dose. Holy balls.